This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be picking away. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. All right, it is Taz and the Moose with you here on this Thursday morning, CBS Sports Radio, as we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. It's uh, Mike and Pete across the way. Bogus, your updates, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Attention hotline fans. Your number to call. Spent a loud hour, number one, talking NBA. We'll circle back to that hour, number three, because we've got a cavalcade of NBA guests. Jason Terry, big three, will join us. We'll talk about that and also about uh, free agency. And then Reed Fordgrave is going to join us uh, to close out the program at 8.40 a.m. Eastern Time, 5.40 Pacific Taz. But we kick off this hour, mix a little baseball into the conversation. Cool. And, um, you know, a, a couple things, you know, from a you know New York perspective because it's generated headlines. Number one, how about the Mets, right? Uh, you know, their, oh, their bullpen blows man. another game last night down in Philadelphia. Um, and it's almost become kind of deja vu, like Groundhog Day with Bill Murray. Every oh, day is the God. same day because it's just the same deal. The offense gives the bullpen the lead. The starter pitches decently, uh, and Vargas was very, very good last night uh, for the Mets, and then you hand it off to the bullpen with a 4-2 lead, and they can't hold on to it, um, and yeah. they end up losing the game in extra innings in 10 as Jay Bruce has a walk-off <clears throat> double over uh, Juan Lagares' head. Uh, that drives in Reese Hoskins with the game-winning run for the Philadelphia Phillies as they'll wrap up that series this afternoon down in Philadelphia. But after the game, uh, as we discussed earlier in the week, right, surrounding the Mets, not only are they losing and what are they six, seven games under the 500 mark now and they fall <laughs> farther and farther out of the NL East race, um, what transpired on Sunday out at Wrigley Field in Chicago where – you had the manager get into it with Tim Healy from Newsday, curse him out. Then Jason Vargas had to be uh, held back as he threatened to knock Healy out. Then the team addressed the media on Monday. Mm. They, Callaway, first and foremost, wouldn't apologize. They sent him back out to apologize. We played the Vargas clip in which um, he basically said it was uh, didn't apologize, said it was regrettable, I believe it was the term right. that he used. At the time, after the Mets had fined both Vargas and Callaway, they issued a statement Sunday night. 
Jeff Wilpon called Healy to personally apologize to him. And then we get to the Vargas start, and his reaction was asked about it last night. Well, bef- yeah. Before we play that audio. Yeah, I just want to say this. During the game, because I, I, I watched the whole Met game, yeah. unfortunately. And um, I can't recall the inning, but I got to tell you, like, and, and it was very refreshing. I mean, Gary Cohen, I mean, they did a couple on cameras while he did it. He, you know, for those that don't know, he's the, the esteemed play-by-play guy for the Mets. He does a great job, him, Hernandez, and Ron Darling. But anyway, uh, Gary Cohen, man, he, while Vargas was on the hill, pitching well yesterday, to your point, he basically laid it all out like you did and basically said that this guy here, Vargas, has yet to apologize, and it's... He had a hot take. Rare that you get a play-by-play guy doing TV, right? He was like, he was really, he was ticked by it. And he gave his opinion. It was very refreshing to hear a play-by-play, a guy, you know, on TV, you know, who gets paid by the Mets saying what he said. It was very interesting. I, you know, so I just don't I, know, guys... I, I thought, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know if you heard it. You but know, it... I, I did hear it. Yeah. Um, you know, I was at SNY last night. I, I, I did hear it. So, yeah, I, I thought Gary did, did a nice job. He did. I, he did. I, you know, I, I think he you know, certainly played to the masses. I think everyone's looking for Vargas to apologize. Um, um, and you often don't see, and that's when a team is going bad, Taz. You have an opportunity as a, a TV guy. Uh, to be able to go on that kind of a diatribe, right? Because if they were yeah, winning games, yeah. uh, you're talking about the Mets winning games, course, right? So, uh, but yes, you're right. I thought I thought Cohen did a, did a, did good a nice job, job last night, right? So job, here's yeah. Vargas after the game. Uh, gets gets asked a question by Dave Lennon Newsday, uh, who's the the national baseball columnist for Newsday locally in New York, um, same paper that Tim Healy works for. Uh, was asked the question about, um, you know, the Sunday incident and apologizing. Take a listen. It was an unfortunate confrontation. Um, I don't think all the information was really out there. I don't think that this is the time to get into that. But I think that, um, you know, anybody that knows me or anybody that's played with me and um, through the duration of my career, is there's never been a situation like that. So to think that it just happened out of the blue would be foolish. Hmm. Still didn't apologize. <laughs> no, he, he didn't apologize. And then was asked about why don't you, why don't you, you know, uh, you know, why don't you explain yourself? He said, "Well, it's over. Um, yeah. You know, the, the the team issued a statement. You know, right. he's it, moving it's on. Over. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm well, this is moving on. Well, <clears throat> and Taz, me personally, I, I I'm ready to move on. Yeah, like, me and, too. <laughs> and I think I think the Met fan is ready to move yes, on. They, uh, they yeah. I, I don't. I, I think there co- does come a point in time where. And I'm not telling you Vargas's behavior was great. It wasn't. I'm not telling you that Monday. I thought it was comical. Uh, he acquitted himself all that well as a professional athlete. He did not. Um, but I also think that people at this stage don't care. I mean, I, I I do think that there does come a point in time where, you know, where what we do sometimes we hang on to things and not looking and reading the tea leaves a little bit. Um, I, I don't. I think you're you're playing more so a case to your own personal edification than you are to the masses because I don't think there's a lot of Met fans out there that are saying, "Oh my God, I mean, why won't he just? I mean, such a bad guy. Why won't Vargas no, just? Uh, I can't root just, for him now. I mean, yeah. no. I, I think I think the Met fan last night was hopeful Vargas, who's pitching to a you know an under two six ERA in the month of June. Yeah, I'm been surprised how good he is. He's, he's been, doing he's been well. absolutely fantastic. It was great again last night. Yeah, I do think at some point there's going to be no contrition. There's going to be no apology. 
He tried to cut the story off at the knees once again went last night when he was asked upon. I think it's time for everyone to just move on. Correct. I agree with you as a Met fan. Everything you just said, and you're not a Met fan, but you're on point. You're right. Everything you just said. Everything you said. <laughs> Here's the thing. The guys in the media, now when I say the guys or the people, I shouldn't say the guys, the men and the women in the media that cover the games daily, okay, that go, I'm talking about New York media, that cover the Mets, they're going to ask Vargas, they're going to ask Mickey as much as possible because they feel those people, those men and women that do this every day on the road and clubhouses and pressers and all this jazz, they're offended. They're pissed about it because one of their brethren got threatened. I guess that's what it is. I mean, all I'll say is we weren't there. You and I weren't there. Who knows what happened? Who knows if this and guy? I don't know the history between Vargas, Vargas and, and Healy. But, but, we don't know. but Vargas did say last night is correct. He's not. There's been no issues with Jason Vargas that his I know. Whole of. career, his whole career. No, there's been none except for his really bad haircut. So right. <laughs> that all being said, you know he he's not now. Uh, the thing is that makes it rough for Vargas too. <sighs> his the team apologized. The manager didn't apologize. Then he came out and apologized. We went over that yesterday. I think it was. So it kind of makes. You almost make your squad, your team, your organization almost look a little disingenuous because you're not apologizing. You know, it, that's where it could get a little funky. You know, so uh, yeah, I, 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 I you know could, what I mean? yeah, I could see that. But I also think if you look at the individual, because I, I think there's a lot of layers to it. Taz is a guy on an island by himself, right? The guy, the pitching coach, <laughs> Island, who was his pitching coach out in Kansas City that vouched for him to bring him aboard was fired last week. Right. 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 Um, everybody ripped for the better part of the first five, six weeks of the regular season, Taz, ripped Vargas, saying the Mets have got to get rid of him, uh, you know, uh, get him off the team, uh, cut him, DFA him, he stinks, this and that. I, I, right you know now, me, I wasn't too happy with No, him and listen, I, I we talked that. about the time. He was yeah. pitching terribly. Yeah, yeah. So. You know, there were there wasn't a lot of support in that Met franchise. So there was a lot of support for Vargas, right, at that time, right? And he has turned his season around. He really has. And, and he has been great. And he, I think you could right now look at him. He's the second-best Met pitcher on that staff, yeah. right? Yeah. The one that you trust right behind Jacob DeGrom. You don't trust Wheeler. You don't trust Syndergaard. I know he's recovering. He's in Brooklyn. Latest stint yeah. on the IL, right? Yeah. You don't trust Steven Matz. No, um, no, so don't you, even say that name. You, you trust Jason <laughs> Vargas right now, so he's a little bit angry. Yeah, he's, he's, a got, bit he's got a chip off. on his shoulder. He's got he a does. chip on his shoulder. So I love Vargas now. No, I, I get it, but Taz, he's saying to himself, you know, I didn't, I didn't punch the guy. Right. I threatened the guy. Right. right. I was protecting my manager. He's right. talking about that. There's more to the story that's come out, but he doesn't want to add more fuel to the fire. He doesn't want to add another layer to it to where it does continue. He said the, the 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 Mets, you know, the organization issued a statement. They fined both Vargas and Mickey Calloway. Ten grand. But, I know Vargas did Mickey. It was ten grand for Vargas. I don't know if Mickey got ten grand. Uh, I think it was the same for. It maybe might have it been, was. That, maybe that's the was max different. they were able to find. Vargas yeah, was ten both. grand. Same yeah, for okay, both. Okay. So it was, it was the same fine for both of them. He, and now he's pitching with a chip on his shoulder. He's pitching great, and you know what? He's going to carry that anger right now, and he's going to continue to do it. And he, at this stage. He doesn't. He's not signed past this year. So why does he need to? He don't. He yeah, feel, he's not. He feels he's, like he's like. What do I need to apologize for? He's sticking to his guns. Right. He yeah, basically he's is going to gun. tell you. No, I. I. You know, I'm not going to apologize. Right. I, I don't feel like I need to apologize. 
because you guys are telling a story that isn't wholeheartedly completely true. And I wasn't there. You weren't there. No. Um, you know, we've heard a lot of people vouch for Tim Healy. I don't know Tim Healy all that well. I really don't. Aside from interviewing him a couple times on radio, that that's basically it. So I don't know the the young man all that well. I'm not going to tell you that uh, that I do when I don't. Taz, I, you know, from Vargas's perspective, is he get, does he feel the need that he needs to now throw himself at the mercy of the Mets media or the media in New York City? He feels like he does he, he not. Doesn't, no, he does not. He does not because he would have done it already. He don't. He doesn't care what anybody says. You know, if it's Gary Cohen, Keith Hernandez, Ron Darling, you, me, anybody in the, from Newsday or wherever, he's and he. You know, it sounds like you know what, what he said to the guy. You know, he basically. You know, threaten to drop the guy, you know, in in the clubhouse, and so now he's got a, he almost has a feel now, which is weird, like he's like a like a badass, like he's hot ass Joe. He's a, you, know, t- you know, what I mean, like kind of he's got a vibe on him now with that he bad does. hairdo, right? Like he's a tough guy. I kind of like it, and you know, and and that's and Love if he continues and if he continues to pitch well, Taz, that's all you care about. I'll keep loving him. That's yeah. all you care about. Even though we keep losing. The, the, right. No, but you're right. You're right. If, if he pitches well and the Mets win some baseball games, that's all that matters, and. Let's also not look at it. I mean, there's a history of this Met franchise. He's not Brett Saberhagen spraying bleach at reporters, right? <laughs> uh, you know, the, he, he's not doing that. anything of that, oh right? God. This is not, what was it, uh. Vince Coleman who was throwing firecrackers at, at reporters? I mean, it, it's none of that. So this isn't uh. this isn't Bobby Bonilla saying, I'll show you the Bronx. Um, this is not the 86 Mets. Right, right, right. You know, were, you know, they were more, yes, they won a championship, more known for maybe not uh, fulfilling their as talented of a team as they were. They didn't reach their expectations, Taz. Were they the, the friendliest group of guys in the world that you walked into that room and those were the guys that you wanted to hang around with? Maybe they were the guys you wanted to party with. I right, mean, right, but right, they right. weren't the friendliest group. Uh, so, you know, Vargas, it, it, it's not the worst thing that anyone's ever done in a Met uniform. No, no. But unfortunately, Taz, what happens with here is that now it's the focus because the team stinks. Well, and the bullpen right. is bad. Right, right, right. And they're playing poorly. And they've got a manager that you know the general manager doesn't believe in. Um, and the bullpen isn't getting better. It's the same repeated story time and time again. So that does not help this Vargas story go away. Because how many times can you talk about how bad the bullpen is? Well, exactly. And because then, let's just say after what happened with the Cubs on, on Sunday with this whole incident... You know, with this reporter from Newsday, this guy Healy and stuff with Mickey Calloway and with, with Vargas and all this jazz. If, and, you know, if this would have acted as a spark and they would have went into Philadelphia and started winning games to the point you're making, this would have all kind of went away. Like, wow, you know what? It was a negative thing that happened. But you know what? They, they rallied together the Mets organization and pitchers stuck by the manager and went at a guy in the media verbally, whatever. And, and it was a spark. You know, yeah, which is not a spark because they went to Philadelphia and just keep losing. You know, so it's like they sit now; they're what eleven games back. You know, behind behind the Braves. You know, in in the NL East. I mean, just right now, sit the Mets are sitting thirty seven and forty four, right above a really bad Marlins team, and we're a really bad Mets team. So it's just eleven games back, and that's just you know, it's, it's horrible. Yeah, and that's that's the problem you have. I mean, that, and that's why this story continues to have legs. But I, I think now, Taz, if it doesn't, if it didn't go away before yesterday, <clears throat> don't you think it now has to go away? Mm. Do you think? Let me. Do you think Vargas can get asked another question about apologizing? Do you think you know they play an afternoon game today in Philadelphia? Do you think he gets another question about it? I do. I actually do. I mean, I yes. do because you know, no, no, Moose, he's gonna. 
You know why? They want to piss him off. They want to get him to snap because these media members that cover these they, these they're they all kind of all you know, boys and girls and stick together. Yeah, and they're mad at this guy. They are, and they want him. They want more from him. They right. want him they to want snap. Their piece of flesh. Right. Right. Exactly. So they he's gonna he's gonna no I don't think he's gonna snap. They're gonna try and get him to snap. Yeah, and and I I think now I don't I don't think you're doing your job if you continue to pepper him. I, well, I agree with you on that, but you know I, I they think, can ask whatever they want, as you know. No, they can. No, I get it. I get it, Taz. But I also then think then I, I don't. I think then that's just for your own personal edification. I, I think if you're going to continue to ask Jason Vargas about it, you know, I, I don't think the Met fan wants to hear and wake up and read a column about Vargas's apology. Right. Right. I, I don't. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, I don't think they do. Right. I, I think they want to see. What you know, if they could start to win some games, I, I think a Met fan would love to see a change in the managerial position. Um, I think there's other things the Met fan would like to read about with this team, maybe being aggressive, maybe trying to add a bullpen arm to rectify this situation in the bullpen. I don't think they need to they necessarily want to hear about Jason Vargas saying, you know what, I was wrong, I apologize, because you're never going to get it. And I don't think they want to read another story where he decides <clears throat> not to apologize. Well, listen, think about it, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> Media, New York media, whoever wants to get a, a, an apology out of, of Vargas, this guy took a ten thousand dollar hit on the chin with no problemo. Yeah, so from from the New York Mets organization, they probably said, "Yo, homie, here's a deal: you apologize, okay, or you're getting fined ten grand." He's like, "Well, take it out of my pay." So he, I'm saying he took a ten thousand dollar hit. He did. Dude, I don't care how much money you make. It's a good amount of money. Ten oh, grand. Ten grand's a good chunk of change. You're, you're sticking by your your you know your whatever your values and morals that you're not apologizing. Right. Correct. Me, okay, for ten thousand. Yeah, I'm going to apologize no, if I don't mean it. You're damn right. No, you're not. <laughs> I know you too well. You're not doing that. You're not doing that. You uh, say that in jo- yeah, yeah. You say that in jest, but in yeah. reality, I know that if you feel like you're not in the wrong, you're not going to take one for. I I do know that. Yeah, you're right. I do know that. Yeah, that, that's the truth. You're not well, gonna. You'd be like, take the ten grand. Uh, yeah. that's fine. I'll smoke my. I'll light my cigar with the ten thousand dollars. Yeah, I'll that's f- basically what you'd say. I probably would say that actually. I, you know, now sounds me, better when you say. Well, it. me with three kids, that's another story. <laughs> like, what do I apologize? Right. You want a written exactly. one? You want verbal? Right. What are you looking for? You want a written in blood? <laughs> Let me head to the doctor. Want a tweet one? I need, what a, are you looking I need for? a syringe. <laughs> Anyway. Um, so you got that going on with the Mets. And then I, I guess it's just the side of the times this weekend. Uh, Yankees and Red Sox, Taz, are heading over uh, to England, right? Yeah. And they're going to play two games. Uh, and they're going to be early, uh, especially if you're on the West Coast. So one ten Eastern time on Saturday afternoon. That game is going to be on Fox. And then 10 a.m. Eastern time on Sunday morning. That game is on ESPN, so 7 o'clock Pacific time on Sunday morning. Uh, you're going to get a two-game set. Um, these are you know, two Red Sox home games uh, that are now going to be playing over in England as you get a great rivalry, Boston-Yankees, and trying to spread the word about Major League Baseball. We've seen them do it at the start of the year over in Japan. We saw them do it this year, right? Yeah. I mean, you saw Seattle and Oakland start the year over in Japan. We know how popular of a sport – uh, baseball is over in J- in Japan, and how many Japanese athletes, Taz, led by Ichiro, right. that have come here and been uber successful uh, on the major league level. Now it's a case of playing a two-game set over in England. Do you love it or hate it? Absolutely, disgustingly hate it. Okay? And and I'll tell you why. Okay, it, it, 
Listen, why? I mean, why is it a rivalry? It, it is a great rivalry. It's one of the best in pro sports, the Red Sox Yankees. You don't have to be a fan of either club to know, or a baseball fan to know the heat between these two organizations for all these years and how great these games are. But what makes it a great rivalry? What makes it a great rivalry is besides great players, it's the fan bases. Okay, the fan bases in New York, the fan bases up in Boston, that's what makes it a great rivalry. Not the fan bases in the UK! The no. hell is that? Okay. Horrible. Cheese. It's a hot take. It's hot cheese. Yeah, there you go. I've heard that in months on this play, show. Yeah, let me uh, what do you got? play you devil's advocate. Oh, no, no, no. To so play right. devil's advocate here. Right. Um, now, you're a Yankee fan, so this is going to be interesting. Well, I'm waiting right, to hear this. I'm a Yankee fan. Now, they're not taking two games away from, you know, games in the Bronx, right? I mean, so, but I agree with you. What adds to the rivalry is the atmosphere at Yankee Stadium is the atmosphere up at Fenway Park. Absolutely. I don't, I don't disagree with any of that. Now, we talk a lot about baseball being too regionalized. Right. The interest in baseball being too regionalized, right? The the Met fan doesn't care about the the trials and tribulations of Mike Trout with the Angels. No, uh, you know there is there is not that interest like there is in the National Football League is a countrywide interest. It's more a case of you know you're interested in what's going on on your own block. Sure, that's that's now baseball is trying to expand their game. They're trying to become a little bit more global, right? They know they've got Asia covered, right? Yeah, they absolutely. know that yeah. you know the sport of baseball in Japan is. Is uber uber popular. Now it's a case of trying to bring that sport, you know, across the pond over to Europe. And you know, what's the what's why is it bad then to try and you know reach out your reach and stretch your popularity and try and bring a great rivalry? If you're going to sell baseball over in England, why not it be Boston and the Yankees? Because I, I, I and. This is going to be a big stereotype, but so be it. I mean, I, I think that the bulk of the folks in the UK and it's a you know, uh, it's great over there. I mean, they're, they're more focused on cricket. Okay, that's their deal. Cricket. I've watched cricket in a hotel room in the UK, in mm. in Manchester, in London. Sat there for hours with nothing to do in the rain in my room watching cricket, and I and I could not figure it out. Okay, but I digress. I just wanted to get that out there. I don't think that the fan in the UK. Not that they don't know, unless they do their research online, that, okay, the Yankees and the Red Sox have this great rivalry, but it's like you, you, you don't have to you, – you, there's no need to bring a great rivalry across the pond. Then have the Yankees against whoever, the Brewers. I mean, I don't know. Just But if I'm going to sell the sport, if right. I'm going to sell the sport to an audience that is not – that's familiar with it, but more familiar with it on the periphery – why would I not then bring the best rivalry in the sport? Well, I mean, because the rivalry is made in those two stadiums, in the Bronx and in Boston. That's where the rivalry is made. That's what makes the rivalry are the people that are sitting in the stands that are diehard Yankee fans, that are diehard Red Sox fans, that if you're in Fenway and a guy is walking around with a Yankee hat on, you, you want to throw a beer at him. You know what no, I mean? Like, I get it, but there's also the history. I mean, you look at the history of the two teams on the field, you know, the you know, the distinct personalities where, you know, is you know, David Ortiz and Manny Ramirez and Pedro Martinez and you know, you go back way back when the great home run by Bucky Dent over the Green Monster. I, you know, there's there's so much history between these two franchises. Of course, I'm just looking at it. Taz. I don't disagree with you in terms of the impact of the fans and the fans. Obviously, hatred of one another adds to the rivalry. But if I'm going to sell the sport, like if I'm selling the NBA, 
if I'm going to sell the NBA right now, right, right, you know, and and I'm I'm thinking about it, you know, what would have, you know, when LeBron was in Cleveland, it would have been Warriors, Cavs. If I'm going to sell the NBA, right, you know, you can make the argument you'd sell the NBA if you're looking at two historic franchises. It would be Celtics, Lakers. Right. If I'm going to sell the NBA, you could go in the National Hockey League if if you're going to, you know, try and. And and sell the National Hockey League, even though you don't have to do it over in Europe. I mean, the NHL is a European sport; it's uber popular. But I mean, if you're going to look at a you know a, a great rivalry in the National Hockey League, I mean, it'd be too regionalized. But you look at Rangers Islanders is a great rivalry. I mean, you could look at certainly you know Blackhawks Blues is a great rivalry. You could look at uh, you know Canadians Bruins, right? right? right Canadians right. Bruins would be a, a tremendous. A game in which you have two franchises that have got a great history uh, uh, against one another. You you go every sport, you know, you know, Cowboys, Redskins, Cowboys, Giants, Cowboys, Eagles, whatever it might be. Ted, there are certainly distinct rivalries that even if you take them out of where they normally play, right, the rivalry still stands on its own based on the history between the two <laughs> franchises. And that is not even that's not what the fan base is being there because it's still Red Sox, Yankees. They could be playing on the moon. It's still Red Sox-Yankees. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Well said. Um, you know, I just it's, it's a hard sell for me. I but mean, as a business model, if you, were, uh, if you were working in Major League Baseball, you don't think this is a good thing? If you're trying to make uh, more money. Yeah, you want to expand trying, the reach, as you said. If you're trying yeah, to make yeah. more money, You're Taz. going to the London Stadium. It's a huge venue. Yeah, I mean, London's a, one of the biggest cities in the world. Of course, one of the top cities in the world. So it's not like you're going, no disrespect to Sheffield, England, but it's not like you're going to, uh, you know, Sheffield, which I've been to. It's a great spot, too, but it's not London. I mean, so, yeah, they're going into London. They're going into, this is Big Time Jones. I got it. I understand. And I think Fox is smart to grab this game. I got it. And... And I'm curious to see how the ratings are for this. I really am curious yeah. to see. But to answer your question, yeah, if you're a front office MLB guy, yeah, it probably feels like a good move instead of doing, you know, uh, the Rays versus, I don't know, uh, you know, the Rangers. You know what I mean? So it's probably a better idea. Do we know how many? Well, um, I mean, right. Yeah, what's that? No, no. Rays and Rangers. You're, you're, well, that's the right. That's the point. I well, mean, no, no, that's what I'm saying. So I get Taz, that point. It's going to be that's, nice. 10 a.m., uh, you know, I, Sunday morning, I'll be much, uh, much earlier than that. But 10 a.m. Sunday morning, I'm going to flip on ESPN. Yeah. Flip on no, the I'll yellow ch- Yankee socks. I'll check it out, check too. Check it out. I'll check it out. But here's the thing. What I'm saying is. It would, it's. I should have worded it this way. The expectation, I think, of the law for Yankees Red Sox, it's not going to feel the same. I understand. It's it's, that's what I mean. It's not going to feel like that in London. It's now, not. But but Taz, to you and to me, it's not. And I don't disagree with that. It's not going to have the same energy, the same feel, the same vibe because it's not at Fenway Park. It's not at Yankee Stadium. But if I'm a British baseball fan. Baseball, Major League Baseball selling me their sport by taking the greatest rivalry in their sport and bringing it to my doorstep. Well, that for yeah, then you feel like, okay, the MLB is really trying to do the right thing if you're the people on across the pond. Yeah, you're feeling that way. And I, I think there's something like close to 120,000 tickets sold for this thing. Yeah. It's not like, it's hey, insane. we're trying to sell you the sport. Um, here's Marlins Padres. Right. All due respect to Miami fans and San Diego fans, you get the point. Yeah, I get the point. Yeah. Ah, I still like rivalries in their own building. No, I get it. I'm an American man. I, you know I what I mean? I'm all about I America, bro. I you know, get that's it. how I am. I <laughs> I'm 
Bowl. It's just an all-American guy. Uh, Why is there music playing right now? We're going to break. 855-212-4227. want to hear from you. What's your take? you agree with Taz? you want to see it stateside? Do you agree with me? That uh, you think it's good for Major League Baseball to bring the greatest robbery in Major League Baseball? I know if you're a Dodger fan, I know the Giant fan is going to say it's Dodgers, Giants, Dodgers, Giants. But if you're looking at Yankee Sox, I mean, argument's sake, greatest robbery in baseball that they're playing this weekend over in England. Is it a good thing for the sport? 855-212-4227. Taz Moose on a Thursday morning right here, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. This is WWE superstar The Man, Becky Lynch, and you're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, this weekend, two huge matchups highlight a second week of victory action, along with full coverage of the PGA Tour at the Rocket Mortgage Classic in Motown. It all happens on CBS. So he kicked off this hour talking a little baseball, the uh, Vargas scenario, addressing it once again, being asked about it by Dave Lennon of Newsday. After yet another loss last night for the Mets down in Philadelphia, this time in extra innings, Jay Bruce had insult injury with a walk-off hit for Philadelphia uh, and basically said there's more to the story that's out there. The team has issued a statement. Uh, It's over. He's moving on. Um, Is that enough to end this story uh, from a a baseball perspective? I mean, the Met organization is trying to move on, but will those that cover the team move on and uh, will Jason Vargas have to address it again? And, you're going to get Yankees Sox over in England this uh, this weekend. Two games, one Saturday, one Sunday morning, 10 o'clock Eastern time, Sunday morning. Game gets going. Uh, great robbery in baseball taken across the pond. And you, as a Yankee fan, I am surprised that you're okay you? with this. I am surprised that you're okay with this. I really am. Why is that? Because, uh, you know, you want to – because I, I don't want to – It's a home game for the Red Sox, right? Yeah, it's – yes, correct. Yeah, right. Yes, it's two home games for the Red Sox, correct. That part, if I was a Yankee fan, would make me happy because there's really no no home field advantage here. Uh, no, there's not. I mean, I'm not going to tell you, Taz, that the atmosphere is the same. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you. I, I like seeing, you know, I, I've, I've seen a lot of games of Yankee Sox up there at Fenway Park, right? So, I, I mean, I, you know, I'm not going to tell you that, that it is one and the same, but I also understand that, you know, if you're, if you're in one of these sports, you're going to want to try and get more money, more revenue, more revenue streams, right. more interest. You're going to want to try and expand the sport globally. Um, and Major League Baseball, as critical as we are at times, Taz, of them being regionalized, of them not, you know, selling their stars, of them not beginning where, you know, you want to try and get to the NFL level and the NBA level where people care about everybody. Hmm. You know, the Nick fan cares about what's going on in Houston. Well, the, the Net fan cares about, you know, what happens right. going on in Los Angeles. When you look at the, the Lakers and the Clippers, you know, they, they just do it impact. You know, baseball fans, it's not one and the same. It's just not. And baseball's trying to you know, do their part to try and change that. Well, and this might be one of those steps. It might be. The first thing they should do is, is baseball. They should, they should figure out and do the right thing and make it safe for all kids and parents and p- people to show up to games and be safe, okay, and get those nets up everywhere. That's what they should be doing. That's what they should be concerned. I know it's a different topic, but... I know we've talked about it a lot here, and 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 you know they they got to they got to do something about this and get this thing done. And while teams are on the road, 
Get those home stadiums done. Get the netting up everywhere. Every stadium. Oh, just, yeah, it, you know what I mean? I mean, it's yeah. just not a mo- they have the money. These teams all have money. It's not the money. It's not the construction of it. it doesn't change the stadium. It's a very easy thing for, for these people to do, for these owners, owners to do. MLB should put a mandate out that that should be done. So make it safe. That's the first I, thing. Well, I don't disagree with you there. You go to an NFL game, you're not, you're not worried about getting, you know, hitting the face with a ball. I mean, really. I mean, they put, they put you know, kicking field goals, extra points. They always have the net up. You know, the, the net goes up. Right, so you get the you don't have to worry about that. You go to an NBA game, it may be you know a six foot nine center might fall on you if you're in the front row, but usually you're not gonna you know have anybody like no one's gonna get injured at a basketball game, you know a hockey game. They did with hockey. I mean everybody, you know, I mean you're safe at a hockey game. I'm wrong. You know? Yeah, well, and they've put all, they've also put up protective netting too. That's right, in for the puck in case it goes over Correct. over the glass. Right. Correct. Correct. So anyway, that's just just my my hot take on that. But here's the thing, though. Back to this UK thing. I'm back to London Stadium with the Red Sox uh, hosting the Yankees there. I'll tell you this. You think there's going to be more Yankee uh, Yankee hats, you know, caps in the audience or Red Sox? Um, I'd probably say there's more Yankee fans. I agree. There's going to be more Yankee hats. Andrew Bogus just walked. Andrew, you think more Yankee hats or Red Sox? Yankees. Absolutely. You know why? Because Yankees are, are a bigger brand than the Red Sox. That, that might piss off some Red Sox fans. So you could call I, the show. Yeah, like 855-212-4227. What do you think? It's going to be more Red Sox hats, Yankee hats. There's going to be more Yankee hats. That's what I think. Uh, I don't yeah. disagree. We're all in agreement. Yeah, that's rare. That's well, very rare. Well, right. I mean, you asked our opinion, and then you said, that's what I think. That's what we all think. <laughs> Correct? Well, no. Hold on a second. I said... That's You're what like, I think. To, I'm basically agreeing. Like I think the same thing. That's yeah. what I said. No, no, no. What, no said, I didn't say that. You could call to disagree with me. I didn't say that. So, okay, I'm all right. Next question. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that could happen. <laughs> the By the way, that Kawhi drop that that was played in the first segment of this show. Mm. There's a new mandate that that drop should not be played in the first segment because it's so disturbing. It's a I horrible love, I sound. I love the laugh. That early? 6 a.m. Eastern? <laughs> oh, well, it doesn't, t- it doesn't touch the Dion laugh. No, the Dion laugh. Which I, <laughs> you said Dion laugh? Hello. What's up, bro? It's a shame Jordan went in prime this morning, bro. I know. It's really. That's my show. I, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. That's my jam. Uh, I'm going to miss it. My man. life will never be the same. Pete's like, that show stunk. Moose hated it, too. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, well, it was pretty, yes. <laughs> Horrible. I think that was like the first couple of weeks of our show. You're like, Hello. can't do our show. Our our show. I don't I know what you're talking about. Sorry, I made our, our show. show. Let's, I get to the Let's get to the All right. Right. Thank, Thank you, Moose. I think you said our show is about You corrected yourself after it was like... Yeah, I can't do my show as uh, well, because I'm, with my co-host. I'm used to I'm used to having my own. I show, understand, Taz. We know the podcast. I know, right. but no, but the Taz over show. Six hundred yes, episodes. I know. Seven hundred. Seven hundred. I haven't had my own daily show in two years. So I'm still not used to it. I, That's kind of weird, right? <laughs> that is a little strange. And right. I'm I'm on the cusp of seven hundred episodes of the Taz show. Almost hour. one thousand hour. Hour. Well, hello. This is Moose. Well, let me try it again. Our show. Our. There's no I in team, Moose. You know me. I'm a team guy. I, hey, listen. Without getting to, to the woods too deep here, I proved it yesterday electronically. I, I'm, I'm talking. I about proved it yesterday electronically. I, I, I understand that's behind the scenes. That's I know, correct. but that's what matters. I'm not, I'm just, I, well, that's what matters. Uh, well, there's there's other factors as well. I mean, there's 
Please it don't. It all matters. Don't. No? Yeah, it no. does. You're right. You're right. I, come on. Let's go, Enough. Andrew. Let's go. Yeah, I'm Let's sorry. I'm wasting your time, guys. Here's your report. It's sponsored by the National Association of Realtors. Realtors do more than buy and sell homes. They stand up for your right to own one, too. That's what realtors do. The Mets bullpen still sucks. Two looks back at second. Here's the 1-0. Bruce swings and drives it to center. It's deep. Ligaris turns. He's going back. Still going back. It's out of his reach and over his head. It's up against the fence. Quinn is coming home. And Jay Bruce has won it. The Phillies walk it off for the first time this year. 5-4 in 10 over those Mets. That was Scott Fransky on Phil's radio. Fourth straight day. The Mets bullpen blows a late multi-run lead. Again, they lose this one 5-4 in 10 to the Phillies. The Braves were 5-3 winners at Wrigley and the Mariners. 4-2 winners in Milwaukee. Shortstop J.P. Crawford. One triple, two doubles, three RBI. Nelson Cruz, the go-ahead three-run double, bottom seven. His twins got by the Rays, 6-4. The Lakers reportedly have guard D'Angelo Russell atop their free agency wish list. And the Rockets said to be trying to acquire a first-round pick that they can flip to the Sixers in a potential sign-and-trade for Jimmy Butler. NFL investigators reportedly met for eight hours yesterday with Chiefs wideout Tyreek Hill, No other interviews with any other subjects apparently scheduled by the league. Hill faces NFL discipline as he's being investigated by Child and Family Services in KC for possible child abuse. Vanderbilt finished off its recovery against Michigan last night, winning the College World Series in Omaha 8-2. The Wolverines won the opener of this three-game series. U.S. men's soccer 3-for-3 in group play at the Gold Cup. Last night's 1-0 win over Panama in KC sets up a quarterfinal meeting with Curacao on Sunday night in Philadelphia. Meanwhile, in MLS, Wayne Rooney did some showing off. Pinballs to Rooney. Rooney sees roll out. Uh, That's Rooney scoring from apparently 68 yards away over the Orlando FC goalie who had moved up field, but then his team turned the ball over and Rooney scored. And I believe, guys, I believe the call there is from our good friend John Walton. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Orlando FC in this case, uh, John of Capitals Radio, that game last night on Flow Sports. Talk about making it about yourself. I mean, really. I mean, good point, Taz. I mean, (laughs) never make it about ourselves. (laughs) Hold on a second. He's a good announcer. I know. Look, everybody's great. I know everybody's nice. Everybody's great. Everybody's handsome. Moose likes everyone. Moose is friends with everybody. I I like it. I I I was rooting for the cat. I thought he does a nice job. I I know, but it's like you you can't. And look, what I say, it's, it's you can't make it about yourself. Of course, you people, okay, especially the one of the guys behind the glass with no hair, okay. That's, That's Pete. Pete the body. Yes. Yes. He Thank he you. he's <laughs> he's implying that I make it about myself here. Okay? And it's different when you're hosting or co-hosting, see, a radio show. Mm. Luce, you know this. And then when you're doing play by play for a team, when it should be about the players, or doing color commentary for a team, when it's about the players. I know this, Pete, because I've done this. He's not taking away from the players though. Yes, he is. That, How that, he that take cap it away? announces it was out of control. No. Oh. La, 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 
nuts. It's like the other guy, like John Sterling with the Yankees. I know oh, these guys. That's, that's his shtick, his thing. See? His shtick. They shouldn't have shtick. Call oh, the game and go home. No, it's that's a way. Well, you're going to be descriptive in calling and making your call, regardless of sport. No, it's just they had a little style, could a little you, flair. Could you play that, that guy from the Caps again, please? That guy that Moose loves. Pinballs to Rooney. Rooney sees Roelf. Oh! It's in the net! Oh! It's in the net! Can you believe it? I'm fine right now. I'm fine. So far. Watch. It's Wayne Rooney. Of course you believe it. Yeah. Before it sounded worse, was it, did you take something else out of that? That wasn't no, I did. I did edit it while you, you did were, edit it. I, did, I knew yeah. you were editing. Yeah, there was something yeah, else in there. Smoothed it out a little bit. All right, maybe it wasn't. Maybe I overreacted. Moose told me what to do. Sometimes I, I do overreact. Right. Rarely. Well, thank you. All right. Sometimes. All right, great. At Fantastic. Times. All right. Well, it was two different All right, calls. Take it you know that. Well, that, right? I didn't know. Where's the other call, Andrew? I thought you were going to play the call that. Good morning! Good afternoon! And good night! To the moment. Out of control. No need for that. That's what I was pissed off about. He's playing to the Capitol fans. I mean, All right, no problem. Capitol fan loves it. Right, they play right, to the off. moment. Andrew, you done? Yeah. Okay. Did you have an Walking issue with Howie Rose call with the Rangers, the game winner against the Devils? Mateau, Mateau, Mateau. Yes, I did. Oh, I, stop. I I, we're going to break. 855 212 4227. That is, please. I'm an Islander fan. I know you are. <laughs> it's Taz and the Moose on this Thursday morning, oh. CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line of 855-212-4227 brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com and in 15 minutes you can save 15% or more on car insurance. So, the story that we're going to follow as it continues to gain more and more momentum, right? Uh, The NCAA ratcheting up its opposition to a California bill that will allow college athletes in the state to earn compensation for the use of their own name, image, or likeness beginning in 2023, Taz. So we're a little bit of a ways away uh, from this actually transpiring. It's a bill out there in California uh, NCAA Mark NCAA President Mark Ember implied that if the bill does become law as it's written, California schools could face the prospect of being prohibited from participating in NCAA championships. That includes 23 NCAA Division One schools, four of which are in the Pac-12 conference. Yeah, no, yeah, this is, and you nailed it, dude. I mean, this is something that just is going to build more and more momentum. And I tip my cap to to the folks uh, in California and, and and the state office and stuff like that and what they're doing here. Um, you know what? I think that I mean it's more than past due with the NCAA and what's been going on. I mean, as far as money being made, the billions of dollars that are being made through advertising and through you know just TV contracts and everything uh, with, with with collegiate sports uh, through the under the NCAA's banner. Um, it's insane, but yet the participants, the the young men and young women that are competing in said sports are are making zero, and most of them are living, uh, you know, in in almost poverty conditions while they're on full scholarship and their education is paid for, 
Um, and, you know, if they're upperclassmen, they're living off campus, they're not in a dorm, you know, they, you know, they're paying for their own apartment, they're paying for their own food, they're paying for everything. They, they have the same academic regimen that, you know, a, a, a student would have that's not an athlete. Um, and I can tell you, my son, and, you know, as far as, you know, past two years as a Division One athlete, it's, you know, the workload is, and, and he, you know, it's different with lacrosse. It's not as much demand even as, because the money's not made like they do with basketball and football. But the, the the workload is insane. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. It's so hard to balance your academics. And, oh, there's study hall. Yeah, there is. There is. Well, they have tutors. Yeah, they, they have one tutor for a whole team. Like someone who goes on the road and makes sure that, okay, you have a paper due. Make sure you do it. And it's like, okay, end of the day, the pressure's on that kid. <clears throat> anyway, that, that, the bigger picture is the money not being made. The, the man or woman that is selling at an NCAA Division One basketball game selling at that works the concession stand is making more money than the star, you know, point guard. You know what I mean? Like than, than the star quarterback at a stadium. Yeah, that's gotta change. It, uh, it really does. No, and, and I don't disagree with you. And now the Emirates asking for the postponement of this bill continuing to advance to where then it would become law, right? As it's presently written. Um but the idea of banning California schools now from competing for NCAA uh, championships. That's I messed mean, up. Yeah. Here, here's the problem the NCAA has to needs to understand here. Times are changing. Right. Uh, the old system is not going to work. And they don't want it to change. And they don't want it. No, <laughs> no. of course. It hurts their pocket. Be, yeah. They want more of more. That's right. I mean, uh, they don't want to give up revenue. No, they don't. They don't. Uh, you know, they want to continue to hide up on, up on uh, this idea of the college athlete, right? Uh, uh, that you're that you're not getting the money other than these stipends and everything like that. And Taz, uh, they've got to come to the understanding with the, uh, the amount of revenue coming in, with the amount of money they're making, that coaches are making. Uh, the players are the assets. They're the one that pe- they're the ones that people watch. Absolutely, they got to figure out a system. They're going to have no choice. The NCAA time is up. Jason Terry next. Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.